Hi and welcome to the ESP podcast. I'm James Agastorf and I've worked in technology sales recruitment for 15 years and I'm joined today by two of my experienced colleagues, Izzy and Revere. We're really interested in helping candidates to prepare more effectively for, for interviews and, and basically have a better candidate experience. And one of the things that we get asked time and time again, particularly by really successful people, is why am I failing at interviews? Why am I not getting through to the next stage? Why am I getting offered the job? So we're going to talk to you here specifically about our experience within technology sales recruitment. So if you do work in that space, this is hopefully going to be really, really relevant for you. If you work in sales, hopefully some of this stuff will, will transfer and, and make sense to you as well. But the three areas, the three short podcasts we're going to cover off are the CVs, we're going to do one on interview prep, and we're going to do one on how we think you should structure uh, the interviews once you're in the room with the hiring manager. So if we kick off today, I'll introduce you to, to Izzy first. Hi, so I'm Izzy. Um, I work predominantly on the client side at ESP, so that's approaching businesses um, and having a chat about their recruitment plans. Hi, Izzy. Revere. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Revere. So I focus more on the candidate side of things, candidate experience, um, help candidates that are actively looking, you know, scoping the market, that sort of thing. Great. So candidate CVs, you must see hundreds probably in a week, maybe maybe more, maybe, I don't know, thousands or more. So where are the areas that people are, are getting it right and, and where are the areas that you think people need to, to think about and improve? Yeah, absolutely. So I think the first thing that we you know thought would be good to sort of cover off is the expectations of hiring managers. So these people are very busy people. Um, they need to gather and receive information quickly and efficiently. They need to gauge your capabilities, the, ex the achievements that you've done, that sort of thing. So definitely keep it succinct, definitely keep it articulate. Um, generally around two, two to three pages is ideal because that gives you know enough scope to include personality without too much waffle. Mm. I mean, on that, I've had feedback from hiring managers that three pages even is too much. Um, so, you know, as much as you can, I'd keep it down to two pages if possible. Um, I think you need to be really mindful, um, like Revere said, of how busy they are, so they need to really be able to gauge quickly how good you are, and by that I mean what level you're operating at, so the target that you're carrying, how you've achieved against that, who you are targeting in clients, so are you operating at sea level, for example, you know, this is all really key information that they need to be able to gauge quickly. Yeah. I think you make some really good points, because if you think about a sales director or a sales manager, someone who's going to be really busy, they're going to be flat out all day long, yeah. they get a CV through, they might get it when they're on the go, they get it on their phone, they haven't got time and they're not going to want to sit through and read chapter and verse of a CV. Yeah. And if you actually think about how we consume data now, if I look at my phone, I want to know the weather, the football result, if I've got any emails and what I'm ordering off um, just to eat for my tea, healthy obviously, um, I want to know that in, in 30 seconds. Yeah. So yeah. when I open a CV, I don't need a massive opening personal statement. I'm looking at salesperson CV, so I want to know, have they hit the target, who have they sold to, what have they been selling, are they any pretty good at the job? Yeah. That's what I want to Absolutely. know. Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, to be honest, we see more CVs every day than you know hiring managers, so we need to be able to consume this information fast as well. Yeah. Um, we're, we're representing you, so we need to you know, get that information fast, make sure that, that all of that information is being presented to the hiring manager and presenting you in the best light. 
Yeah, I mean, if you break it down, our job is to sell you into our clients. I mean, if you're really selling yourselves to us as a recruiter, you know, that makes our job so much easier. And I think quite often the best salespeople do have the best CVs. You know, it is really indicative of how good a salesperson you are if you are, you know, quite simply selling yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good example of this. I had a candidate who is a, is a good candidate, a good salesperson, and we were really struggling to get them interviews. And when I sat down with a colleague who was working with them and looked at the CV, mm. there were things like, there weren't capital letters on um, place names and things like that. And I know that's a, a small thing, but their opening line, for instance, on the personal statement talked about their skills in project management. Yeah. I just thought, no wonder, if somebody's really busy and your opening line is talking about nothing to do really with sales, yeah. then that's not gonna help your course. Yeah. I mean, it's a good point. Like I said, I think the best people will have multiple CVs. So for example, you might have one, um, if you're applying for a player manager role, individual contributor, one that's more focused on new business as opposed to account, to account management. I mean, the best candidates that speak to me who are really putting 100% effort into approaching the market, speaking to companies, they will have three or four CVs depending on which roles they're going for. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, if in your role you're, you're doing a lot of different things, you, you, you're, you know, exploring a load of different skill sets, and this particular role is harnessing one of those, you need to focus on that. You need to make sure that you're putting you know, that whole capability yeah. across to, to the hiring manager. Okay, so do you think um, people should, how much time do you think people should spend writing a CV? It's a good question. Because people think they need to spend ages, yeah. right? Yeah. So is that a factor or is that a myth? I think it's an easy trap to fall into. So right. especially if you've been in your current role, let's say for five years, you've not updated your CV in five years, it can seem like a really daunting thing, but I think the worst thing you can do is spend a whole week, you know, phrasing it differently and rewriting it, structuring your sentences differently and making it try and, you know, read really well, which is great. We want it to read really well, but if you're missing the key things that we've just discussed, targets, example, deals, you know, mm. who you're actually selling to, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, you, you do get a lot of people that think writing a CV is a massive task in itself. So they'll consistently, you know, procrastinate, postpone, uh, you know, push it till the end of the week, that sort of thing. It takes, what, 30 minutes to put it together? Yeah. You just need to think about your achievements, you need to think about your clients, some uh, some targets, that sort of thing. And then just put all of that on paper. Don't be too modest as well, which is something that I've encountered a couple of times with candidates. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? Just So I recently placed a candidate. Um, he, he was a really good salesperson, absolutely smashed his numbers, worked with some great clients, did some great deals, and just didn't put that in a, in a CV. Right. Um, and that information only got found out because I worked really closely with him and through conversation and working with him, got all of that detail and then managed to present that to the hiring manager. And I feel like if I hadn't pushed back so much and I hadn't got all of that detail, he just wouldn't have been taken on. Yeah. That's interesting. Because I think that um, where people will go wrong is they, they forget, they'll sit down and write a CV and actually forget what is the role of a CV, what's yeah. its job. And the purpose of a CV is to get you in the door so you get an interview yeah, yeah. so it needs to contain simply the information that is going to get you get you into that room yeah mm -hmm. so things like um you know when people put bullet points and there's like five or six bullet points and they have things that you just glaze over it's things like um mentored junior staff or coached somebody on how to use the crm yeah who, who cares yeah. your sales director yeah. doesn't care there's somebody else who might not be as good at sales 
has written a better CV. Yeah. And they get an interview. Yeah. And you don't, and you're really good. Because exactly. you've not written that you're actually any good. You've written about, what, you know, Robbie's other development <laughs> things. That's the Okay, so another couple of things that I wanted to ask you both. Do you think you should include the reasons why you've left an employer on your CV? For me, I think it depends um, on your circumstances. So, for example, um, I had a candidate a little while ago who'd had a couple of short moves, not through any fault of their own. Um, and I think that you know, putting the reason for leaving on the CV can mitigate that conversation with the hiring manager. You know, it's going to come up at some point. You may as well address it right at the start on the CV. I mean, Rebecca, you do this. So this might be something yeah. like. Um, I worked for an American company and after six months they pulled out the UK, yeah. that sort the of thing. The company yeah. got acquired, okay. uh, the team got made redundant, you know, whatever it is, I think, you know, as, as long as it doesn't have a particularly negative spin, I don't see a problem yeah. with it. See, that, that's my point in maybe omitting that kind of information from your CV. CVs are there to be positive, you're talking about your achievements and things like that. I think maybe adding, you know, a reason for leaving each role can maybe put like a negative thing mm. and a, a negative spin on, on, on each opportunity, like so. I just, I'd, I'd maybe leave that off. Because I, I think, yeah, beyond that, if, you're in, if you are entering the job market and you want to find a new role, mm. before you even send your CV out to anyone, I think you need to make sure your profile is clean, if, if that makes sense. And what I mean by that is, it's so easy now for people to get hold of people you've worked with, former managers, yeah. and get dirt on you, basically, <laughs> if there is any. So if there is some, you need to clean it up. And... Uh, if you've got some really good references, you need to speak to them and make sure they're happy to help you when their time yeah. comes down yeah, the line. Definitely. And keep that stuff, I think, as best you can off the CV. Save it for the interview. Mm, if yeah. you've got credible reasons for leaving, that's fine. Just You don't need to um, bash it all over your CV. You, yeah. need to, you need to just turn up with a meeting with some really good, succinct reasons why, why you're leaving. And I think, like you said, Rivea, keep it positive. Yeah. That's the main thing. Definitely. Okay, so... Um, we've talked about what hiring managers expect and what to include. We've talked about um, trying to keep your CV uh, individual. Something I think is important. What do you think about this? The, the interests section. You know, oh. the bit at the end, like what you're interested in. Do you think that's important? How much time should, do you think you should spend on that? I, th I think it depends. I think if you prepare to be a little bit zany, um, I think that can be good. Uh, you know, if you're gonna put the same thing as everyone else, I go to the gym, I yeah. read, I walk my dog, I've got two kids. You know, great. Everyone does that. Yeah. I think if you if you're gonna try and individualize it, individualize it. I, w I wouldn't write a massive essay because nobody's gonna read all of that. Keep it short and punchy. Um, I did have one candidate that I spoke to maybe a week or two ago, and he put on his CV camp planning. Now that's like a common interest between him and me. Right. So we had a really good conversation about that. That was yeah, a really see, that's, good that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, so I would include things that are generally of interest to you, but again, keep it If you can't have short. a conversation about it, don't, don't, don't write it. it. Exactly, yeah. Because I've changed my view on this a bit. When I, when I was a bit younger and a, a bit, maybe a bit more miserable, <laughs> I used to think, oh, you know, you don't need to put that on. You just need to write you know, cinema, football and socialising. Yeah. And actually, as I've got older, I've realised that's, that's really boring obviously but it's also very negative because if you can't show the reasons why I mean I'm pretty confident most people that we work with don't just do technology sales because they love it more than anything else they're more <laughs> passionate about it than anything else so you need to show the thing you know maybe the side of you that 
earning some decent commission allows you to explore yeah other than being this salesperson or you know yeah. five days That's a, a good week point. i had one and instead of writing you know i've got three young girls under the age of 12 it said on the bottom something along the lines of regular tea parties with and then whatever is kids <laughs> i just thought that was right. great i thought so it was a bit cute. of humor yeah yeah, yeah it's important to, to get that across i think the best one i ever had a, a candidate who was a i think he was quite well um positioned or like Quite experienced in the magic circle oh so it's like a magician which is like quite funny and it meant a talking point but it did mean that every interview you went to gives a trick, a trick. <laughs> so it became a bit like maybe you should take that out. Yeah. Yeah. Else. <laughs> okay so an- another couple of things i wanted to um ask you and it's something that I'm, I'm seeing these two things quite prominently at the minute um we see it and if you read the papers there was something today about uh, an essay writing service so mm. people at university and stuff are, are getting online i don't know if it's robots or whatever to, to write essays do you think people should do the same for their cv I so cv writing services personally I, I feel like they're generally not worth their money i think often with paid cvs they include things like photos of yourself on there um there'll be like star charts this that and the other i had a cv recently where a guy gave himself three out of five stars for punctuality <laughs> why would you advertise that <laughs> yeah i completely agree I, I think it's i think it's a waste of your money um I so think the, these are the, the star thing these are the things where people give themselves like a Top Trump score. Yeah, exactly. Right. But who's scoring you? Right, based on the scale that they've decided. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So yeah. you think that's something worth worth avoiding? Don't yeah. waste your money. It's distracting. Novelty gimmick. Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay. And the last one. What about photos on CVs? Do you think you should have your photograph? Again, I just don't think it's necessary. I, th- I think you know. I mean, it might be relevant. We don't know. It might be relevant in other markets. I was going to say, it come, it's Maybe. quite prevalent in the European market. I this is true, actually. Yeah. yeah, I think I think it's um, standard actually in Europe to have your pitch on the CV. I mean, if you want to do it, great. I don't. I just don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I agree. Cool. All right. Great. Any other advice for anyone on? CVs, any other bugbears, anything you you need to change, you need to put out there? <laughs> I think we've covered quite a lot there, that was good. Yeah, I think Great. that's my <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, well, um, thank you everybody for listening. I hope that was of value and, and you enjoyed it. We're going to be um, recording the next couple of sessions, which are going to be on interview preparation and how to structure interviews. They'll be coming up soon. If you do need help on your CV, it's something you, you're stuck with or you want advice with, really, really keen uh, to assist, so drop us a line. Uh, give us a call into the office and we'd be more than happy to assist and if you've enjoyed the podcast then please like please share and we'd love to hear your comments as well so um, cheers and we'll see you next time thanks everyone